It is so well defined what we have to do today. We gotta go to work. We gotta do. Yeah, all right, everybody. Another time for another NFL in London podcast. Uh, Wade and Ryan here, NFL in London, and uh, week Hello. yeah, week eighteen is done. Uh, Our first week, e- what week, week eighteen. Uh, the records are set. Uh, changed it, records before this week. Me and a couple of friends were all just sitting, being like, "Week eighteen looks so shit." Like, yeah. You're looking at that when the six o'clock. They put all the good games at nine o'clock, and you're sitting at that six. Like, what am I going to do till nine? I'm going to watch a movie yeah. instead of sit through this. And then just right off the bat, you got Trevor Lawrence just walking down the field, and you're like, "Oh, this is going to be fun." This is it was <laughs> fun, and it's nice. You know, obviously the NFL has created Week eighteen as this Jeopardy week as the ability to sort of create this tension as we go into the playoffs and it was great and, and they, they put the last game which is the most important game they schedule at the end uh, which we'll get yeah. into that which was the Chargers they couldn't have like planned it better well they like, did plan it it was no no but I mean like it, it couldn't have like all the stars aligning to what happened oh, at yeah. the end of that game was so hilarious and because everyone was mocking it leading up We'll get to it. Yeah. Everyone's mocking it leading up to me. What if this happened and a tie happened? Yeah. It's like impossible. And then it really became something. Well, I mean, if, <laughs> if you never believe that we're living in a simulation, yes. uh, that this is to me the thing. Uh, it all came alive. It's like when you're playing Madden and then obviously you're up like 50, 50 to like three. And all of a sudden the computer can't be stopped and yeah. you can't move it on them. Yeah, it's like, you, yeah, but what's going on? I was moving it perfectly fine. Yeah, and I, every ball I intercept <laughs> and everything. So this is, and when you have the, the pundits talking, well, we get a tie, we get a tie, we get a tie. Well, you're like, it's not going to get a tie. Just shut up. Yeah. And we get a tie. So almost get a tie. So uh, we're going to go through the games uh, first. We'll, we'll break down uh, sort of what's happening and then we'll talk about some of the playoffs as well. We're not going to do our playoff predictions yet. That's in another podcast. Uh, but in this one, Week 18, and uh, come join us for the Wild Card Playoffs uh, this Saturday, Sports Bar and Grill, Old Street, and Clapham. Going through the Saturday games first, Kansas City Chiefs, Denver Broncos. Kansas City Chiefs are favored huge in this one, but Denver Broncos at home uh, played on a different level. Drew Locke did, was well, he was didn't a, really do it. He didn't do it. It was a running game. But it was the, the story of this was Vic Fangio, who kicks, he doesn't go for it on fourth down, right? In a meaningless game, in week 18, you're yeah. eliminated from the playoffs. You're playing your rival. You have a chance to score fourth and nine. You kick a field goal. A field goal. And then all of a sudden, they go back and they just run out the clock. Game is over. Why wouldn't you go for it? You have yeah. not, and then he got fired. Yeah, and he got fired because of that. Because oh, yeah. you were watching that. You're like you on a cowardly index that is like ninety nine point nine percent. Yeah, it was unbelievable, and it just showed the Chiefs just getting like Chiefs were being outplayed. They were oh, about yeah. to lose that game, and then Melvin Gordon fumbles a return defensive touchdown. Again, Mahomes looked good. He started off really strong, got up and down the field, and then just kind of slowed up. It, it wasn't, again, it wasn't that convincing Kansas City win. It was another, oh, they pulled it off with a huge play by their defense. Yeah, and it's another team sneaking by Denver, and, and Denver's defense really causing problems for people. And, and you look, that definitiveness that the Chiefs have, it wasn't there. And for, for the line that it was, and sort of look and go, oh, Jesus, man, you you could barely escape with a four-point victory over the Denver Broncos who could have won this game. And I don't think if whoever team you are, you don't, you're not going to go into Kansas City scared as no. much as you were years ago before Mahomes' soul was ripped from him from uh, Tampa Bay. And because he hasn't, well, it's no. not that he hasn't been the same. He's still been great. But he's it, a whiny. He's crying. It's gonna be. It's gonna be tough. It's, it's it's gonna be tough for them to really hold field because I think they've lost that sheen. That, yeah. That people thought, oh, they can't be beat. They can't be stopped because Tyreek Hill's been really not really great. Ty, uh, 
Travis Kelsey had a bit of a better game. But the real story of them is their defense. And that, to yeah. me, is what's going to get you. But, they again, no Edwards are there. It's going to be tough for them. I, except they got Pittsburgh. <laughs> they got Pittsburgh. But, they get, you know, as I said, they had five weeks of where the defense really stood up. Now, having Pittsburgh is easy because Pittsburgh... <laughs> Rarely. I mean, we'll talk about them. They're of all the pretenders that snuck in. But at least the one thing the one thing you don't want to play Pittsburgh, you have to go against T.J. Watt. You have to go against that defense that's going yeah. to punish you. So that's the only thing. In the cold, I don't want to get hit by T.J. Watt. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't worry about them as much. But uh, Kansas City Chiefs, they move on to the playoffs. Denver Broncos, they fire. Uh, and so we'll see what happens. Vic Fangio, obviously, in his defense, a lot of people will be looking wow. uh, to see what they can grab from him. The late game on the Saturday was the Cowboys at the Eagles. Cowboys just put a dumping. Dak Prescott, five touchdowns, 51-26 to in this one. Uh, Eagles, you know, Gardner Minshew, they were on their third stringers anyway. They had COVID protocols across everyone. No one really expected the Eagles to do anything. But both these teams are in the playoffs. Um, and some teams might be afraid. You know, Dallas, you know, they put up 51 points. But are you really afraid of this Dallas team? Whereas Philadelphia put up 26 and they barely used anybody. Yeah, uh, Dallas, yeah Dallas has a really tough matchup coming up in the playoffs too. Like a really hard defensive game because... Again, when they've played really strong defenses and really, they, Dak Prescott hasn't looked the same. He's beat up on the bad teams like Philly's backups. So he's done this mm-hmm. all year, but against teams like over five hundred or playoff teams, he's done. He hasn't done well at all, and that's kind of been Dak's thing his whole career: is beats up on the crap teams, struggles against the big dogs. So again, Philly, the what? Well, yeah, right. Like you said, COVID, nothing really to take out of this. There's, again, they got Tampa Bay. It's going to be really tough. Uh, but I don't again. I don't take anything out of this. I don't know why they played him so long. They were really risking injury. And yeah. It was classic Mike McCarthy. So I'm not scared of Mike McCarthy in the playoffs. Basically. No, I wouldn't really be either. I mean, they're sort of really inconsistent in this one. And as you say with Dak, uh, you know, the defense has played well, but uh, he's been very inconsistent. And the running game just hasn't been. I think what people thought it was going to be. You know, Philadelphia didn't really have to win much. I think people wanted Minshew mania in this one. I wanted to see a little mustache mania in it. Um, but both these teams going to the playoffs, and as you say, um, NFC North or e- NFC East, yeah, I don't know if I'm that scared about it. Uh, let's go to my NFC North ba- uh, contest. This meant nothing, and it was nothing. As the Minnesota Vikings uh, beat the Chicago Bears 31-17, Andy Dalton gets picked off quite a few times. Minnesota defense comes to play here. Uh, Bears, Montgomery, and Mooney had some good games, but other than that, uh, Matt Nagy's gone, Pace is gone. Uh, and Mike Zimmer's gone, or he's yeah, not. Yeah, no, Mike Zimmer's gone. It's, it's yeah, just a everyone's house gone. Cleaning. So all of those guys have been cleaned out of house, uh, and people are starting to look. Although you know the Bears are saying they're looking at Brian Flores, who I think would be a great. Which I don't understand why they fired him. I don't have no idea why they fired him. Yeah, but. that was a weird one. That must be just. Uh, it must be like the GM still being enamored with Tua that we're going to make it work with Tua. Yeah, and Brian Flores being like, dude, look what I've done with this. Like, we can't yeah. do better than this. Uh, yeah, I think that would be a great sign. I was quite shocked. So I think he'll definitely get some interest. But even if I get him to do your defense, hell yes. Yeah. If yeah. Buffalo's coach goes, I'll take a Brian Flores Life, any day of the week. Yeah. And you talk, but, you talk about black coaches, and he's just a great coach all over. I mean, yeah, it, it was a shame. Him, you know, what are you doing? He's made, like, it were, he, he, from one and seven to nine and eight, and then you fire him. It's yeah. Like, okay. Two years in a row being but a Minnesota, in. just again. This is look at Kirk Cousins' stats. They're actually really good. Like thirty yeah. touchdowns, like eight picks. Any other team, you'd take that in a second. But yeah. with Kirk Cousins, it just feels like it's just the inconsistency. It's not winning the big games. It's missing out on the playoffs. That's what kills him, especially when he was the first fully guaranteed quarterback. And I think that hurt him a bit too. Because if right now, if you had Kirk Cousins, thirty million a year, 
um, putting up 30 touchdowns, eight picks, you'd be pretty happy with that. I don't yeah. see how you could complain. So I don't think he's going anywhere. I think the next coach, I think they got to draft one and then move on from there. But they got to use Cousins one more year because he's got one more year on his contract. He's not going to move it. No one's going to take him. Yeah, no, they're just have to get some more tools. You know, he has played okay. He still makes some boneheaded decisions, though. Very boneheaded decisions. Uh, next big game. This one uh, went to overtime. It's the Steelers and the Ravens. Everyone watching this game, uh, as we went between the 6 o'clock and 9 o'clock games, this game was the one that's on. Uh, big Ben, as I say, chucking milk jugs pretty much across the field. <laughs> not able to get it. Tyler Huntley. It was an ugly game. It was so ugly. so ugly. It was ugly. almost like you're watching two teams that didn't want to win. Yeah. And they're just like, no, no. And the Raiders are sitting there being like, because if that game ended in a tie, the Raiders were in. Yeah. So then they would have, which would have been a disaster for the NFL, because then the Raiders would have been like, all right, we're just going to sit everyone. Yeah. And then their big game, we would have missed out on that incredible last game. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, listen, you have a Ravens team, I think, who are just happy that the season's over. I think Steelers want to go, big. the Big Ben storyline is like, can the old man do it? Like, yeah. Like Peyton Manning did with his one arm, and it's... You know, he does have the good defense. He just, he's terrible. No, he's bad. He can't throw it down the field. Like, it, when he does, it's short or it's it's just everything just hangs Even his 10-yard passes, they, uh, they come off sideways. You're like, there's no spiral to it. Did you give all your spirals Najee away? Najee Harris got a bit banged up, so it's just going to be ugly. They got they got whooped in Kansas City. Yeah. Going back, this is not the way Ben wanted. Ben would have gone out on a win. Yeah. And now he's going to go out on an ass. Now, weapon. yeah, it's like, hey, everyone, I'm going to retire. Oh, we won? Oh, no. We won? Really? Okay. Crap! So uh, these emotional—he's gonna do a terrible pick six. Yeah. And that'll be like one of his that'll last remember. memories. Yeah, of everyone remember. That's what we remember. Like, remember, guys. Why did we have to win that game? I could have gone. Yeah, out. I could have gone off. Just I kneeled it out. It was good. I went home to my lazy boy, and now they sneak into the playoffs. So uh, Baltimore is out. Pittsburgh is in. Uh, another big one here: the Battle of Ohio. Um, and I, Cynthia Freeland. She was on NFL Network. Oh, she said say, Sammy Perrine. Yeah, I put, him, I put in. him in one of mine, and he got zero, zero punches, zero twenty. <laughs> she was like, whatever you say, you put him in your lineup, you go for him. I, I saw the exact same thing, and I did the exact and same thing. And I did the exact thing. same thing, and I was like, you I was stupid <laughs> butthead. So, uh, yeah, she pissed me off on that. But uh, Bengals get blown out. 21 to 16. It's a terrible game that no team seemed like they were even interested no. in playing. Like Again... Keenum was a bad. Like it just they, they barely played Chubb. They, again, why would you? It's yeah. just it was just a pointless game. And Cincinnati, because of that loss, went down to the fourth spot. So like it really, they didn't I don't really think care. It really they didn't really care. They you you can go from two to four, and it's just sort of like, well, what, as long as we have everyone healthy, who cares? You know, take everyone off. Give Burrow a week off. Give everyone else a week off. Give Mixon off, and and, and have it. And you know, the Browns really have to make some big cho- choices of what they're going to do here in the off season. Uh, Stefanski and company. Obviously disappointing it, when it, you keep sort of dropping down further and further. And this would have, you'd think you'd be a bit of a growth here. And this was definitely not one. It was definitely a step back. Yeah. Uh, moving on to our next game, NFC North. Another battle. The Giants just, you know, since that picture on the boat, it's been five years and they haven't won anything. So no winning season since then. Um, Washington dumps them. Gibson had a good game. But, you know, they had a little bit more to it prove here. so bad. Joe Judge. That, thir- that sneak on third and nine. Was one of the most unacceptable yeah. football plays. I'm, it, it rivaled the badness of that Colts play where they snapped it to the punter with no offensive line. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those two are in the Mount Rushmore of terrible play calls. That This one is even more... It's, it's give-up football. It's 
oh, oh, you can't throw it nine yards? Yeah. You don't have a play in your playbook for nine yards. Because if you don't, you shouldn't be coaching football, Joe Judge. And he's not. No. Because he got fired because of that play. Yeah. That was, and then it was like the next drive, third and eight. What After getting booed mercilessly from doing that, he hands it off on third and eight for like a one-yard game. Booed mercilessly. Yeah. If you're, he, I think he was trying to get fired. Probably. It's like because it, <laughs> New York's a tough place, and he, like, he just got shit on with that clown show stuff of like talking people saying they want to come back. And say, yeah. Oh my god, Giants fans, you should be thankful for that sneak on third and nine because that saved you. But no one was going to keep this guy. No, no, no one was going to keep him. And it was just, you know, obviously, look, they had less than fifty-three men on the roster. They could barely even put together a team. Um, and, and no one really wanted to play for the guy anyway. So it was just like, why? Do, you know, you could see all the New York players going, why do we have this extra game? Why are we playing an 18-week game? This sucks. And then you have Kenny Galladay, the <coughs> big signing, like four years, didn't get one touchdown, $72 million, not one touchdown. Yeah. It was just, that you couldn't have been a word. I think regardless of like Jacksonville, the Giants had the worst year this year. Yeah, no, that was, was absolutely hor- horrible. And it was horrible for the team. And I think as fans, as Giants fans, you got to go, what the hell is going to happen? But at least, All the New York teams. At least now you've got a couple draft picks, and I think you have two. Yeah, two one high from the draft, Bears. Two, yeah, two high draft picks. Two in the first So, 10, yeah. you know, I think Daniel Jones, it's going to be real tough to they keep him. Really depends on the, the prospects. I don't really know much about college football, so it will really depends on the prospects. Jake Fromm. Make Jake but Fromm. But Jake Fromm. Again, you're coming off a practice squad with no weapons. What do you expect? Yeah. It's, it was, it's RIP to the season, Giants fans. Thank uh, God. AFC South. Uh, let's talk about these Houston Texans playing inspired play, keeping it tight against the Tennessee Titans. Just when the Titans think they were getting away from them, Davis Mills and company uh, just start running the ball around 28-25 in this one. The Titans win, but it was a lot closer than it could have been. I bet this 11 points. I was like, feeling really good. We started up 21 nothing right off the bat. Tannehill just moving up and down the field and then just letting them just chip away. David Mills, yeah, he's been look, yeah. looking really good. I think if Houston now, like, now that they're going to be able to trade um, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, depending on what you're going to get back... I don't see why you wouldn't give Davis Mills a try. Next rookie year. rookie quarterback played like, good. He's played really well. In the if last you look at his games. stats, he's and up there in the. It's one of the top rookies. As bad as he was, like at the beginning against Buffalo when he started, his progress by the end of the year and being able to come back and really fight, like yeah, three hundred yards, like three touchdowns. Look against like a team that needed to win for the one seed. It wasn't like a bunch, yeah. a bunch of scrubs. Uh, he's won my respect, David Mills. M- myself is included. The Texans. <laughs> like that matters to him. No, but, yeah, but he has you got my it. Respect. You got it, Davis. Um, but you know, as a rookie, and you come into this team, there's a shadow of of you know your rookie coming in. There's a shadow of Deshaun Watson. You're able to take this team, as you say, you get smoked at the start of the season. Everyone wants to play the Texans, but by the end, the Texans start finding their groove. They start getting some plays, and you know, um, Cooks has been playing great. They signed Rex Burkhead to an extension, which I don't know about that. But, um, you know, look, good good on the Texans for continuing to play tough play. Continuing to play tough play. The Jacksonville oh, Jaguars, this game. If you're oh. watching this game, all you could think is, for Jonathan Taylor, this has got to be so disappointing. He puts on this incredible season and just to get Carson Wentz in, hmm. in the final. It, uh, it was it was awful. Like, the, the, I, at least as a Bills fan, I was like, thank God now we're not the team that had the worst loss to the Jags. Because yeah. all season long, it's been, yeah, but the Bills lost to the Jags. So I was like, thank God this yeah. happened. Uh, but it was unacceptable. Like, they were not ready to play. Wentz, you know, 
he's just again like he, can you really depend on this guy to win if Wentz played in that Super Bowl Patriots won that Super Bowl yeah I think like just from the way like he just crumbled in that game they just the offensive line which has just been bullying teams all year were getting absolutely yeah. flattened by like, Josh Allen who's coming after them they just like Jacksonville looked like they were in the Super Bowl I think they just wanted to knock this team out like they just thought that they were going to walk in, 17-point favorites, just it's going to be a cakewalk. And then it just flipped the whole script upside down. Because they, even in the, four, it was still like, no matter what, even on fourth and one, they no creativity, just yeah. Jonathan Taylor to the pile. It's like, give him a little bit of space. That's what he's supposed to, it was just, everything about it was a design. And now they've lost their number one pick next year for mm-hmm. this trade. Oh, ay, oi. Uh, it's the one thing that sort of struck, they look like they were hungover. They looked like everyone was hungover and they were hanging. All the Indianapolis Colts players looked like they had probably partied in South Florida the night before because they were they were missing steps. That's what I mean. It, it feels like foggy. the unpreparedness of playing Jacksonville. I think after that 50-10 to 10 loss against the Patriots, yeah. right? they were probably just like, this team has clearly given up. We were looking ahead because we're the end and they just got punched in the face. Going through it. Trevor Lawrence was going for it. They kept pushing It's the worst loss of the year of any team. Like, and you, that is a disaster. You, the one thing that I thought was he would take them to the locker room at halftime, sit everyone down and go, this is... Yeah, well, get I it together, Get it together. But there was no change at half. No. There was no change in what they did. And, you know, trying to get the running game, the, the passing game, Carson Wentz just looked bad. Um, Jacksonville, good on them for putting it up and, and, and finding little little uh, strength at home. Speaking of strength at home, how about the Detroit Lions? Inspired play, uh, playing the last few games... Look, uh, Aaron Rodgers played the start of this, but... Um, I don't even know why Scott, they played him, to be honest I think it was just trying to get it to think. I, there was a few times you're like, he could get hurt here because Detroit defense was playing good. But, you know, let's give it up for the Lions. Amon St. Ra having a great year, this kid. Swift. Um, and, and Detroit, you know, when it, people wrote this team off, they were able to come and get a few wins. And yeah, I think that's good for a franchise, good for people going next year. It's like... We're not totally crap. Listen, yeah, they got a few little pieces. Uh, yeah, like say, but he's been incredible showing up. Like DeAndre Swift looks good. You know, they had Hawkins in there. There are some pieces. They're gonna have the number two again. Hilarious that they could have the number one pick in the draft, but Dan yeah. Campbell just—they just play for this guy. Like, yeah. As much as he's probably not the genius tactician, you know, like he's just the the. It's like the the brains versus brawn. Sure, he's brawn. Yeah, right. He's ripping off his shirt, doing yeah. push-ups on the sideline. Well, you know, the 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 the, the Staley's, the analytics nerds are just punching their calculators. Yeah. on the other side, but they they play for him and give it up for Detroit. I, I love that they just keep playing. I love that they didn't give up. And they wanted to at least give their fans a little bit of hope for next yeah, year. Exactly. So um, I'm in. Let's see who they get. They get another hard piece. Like who's a couple? You know, if Goff can maybe get another weapon, another receiver in the yeah. draft. It, it could it could be a different season next year, especially because the Bears are still iffy. Minnesota's going to be mm-hmm. iffy. Detroit could <clears throat> sneak into the if they get some good signings. That's some good. If draft they get picks. some good signings, and they just played inspired play, which is always really good to see. And it's good that Jared Goff, you know that. You know, he gets tossed into the into the bin, and he's able to make uh, the bin the home. Buffalo Bills, they get a win, 27-10. Uh, pretty standard win here, using their running game a bit more in this game. Uh, but the Jets, toothless. Uh, nothing really can happen to the Jets here. Uh, it was, it was uh, like, the Jets' D- offense, they had like, it was there. It was going. They had like fifty six yards yeah. of offense in like the game, and one of them, they got a forty four yard touchdown. So it's like it, it was just absolutely stymied. The Buffalo's defense is no joke. Like yeah. that passing defense does not get beat 
Tom Brady's the only one who's been able to do anything on them. And they're doing that, you know, again, they're playing played Mac Jones. They played Zach Wilson. They got Mac Jones again. So it's going to be really tough <laughs> yeah. for them. They just get nine sacks. They get into the quarterback. They got the running game going with Devin Singletary. He's looked much better. Josh Allen still, he struggled a bit in the weather and that kind of worries me because it's going to be yeah. zero degrees. In, in New England, Which is yeah. like minus 15, minus yeah. 16 here. So it's going to be absolute nightmare conditions, which worries me as a Bills fan. Because Josh Allen struggled in the last in the game against Atlanta. In the snow, he wasn't that... Just in the middle of this game with the wind, it just was a nightmare. It was just three and outs, three and outs, yeah. three and outs. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm a bit worried about that. But in the they, they turned it up at the end and were able to get it going. But that defense in the running game going at the right time is what you need for the playoffs. So yeah. good win. Again, they covered at the last second when no one thought they were going to cover this game. So it a, I won't say it was a good win, but it was a win. You know, some people are using Week 18 as a chance, as you say, to prep for the playoffs, which you saw Aaron Rodgers did. I think the Bills as well. Get some plays together. Get your running game. Work on some some things. Get some pieces yeah, the ready. Kings, the Kings. Yeah, you just just to you know twig, you know fix around with things to, to to make sure you're ready for when you actually do get to the playoffs. So good for Buffalo. Uh, moving on, New Orleans Saints and Taysom Hill. Uh, just put the well, end to the Atlanta Falcons. Ugly game, thirty to twenty. Uh, Atlanta. I picked the Falcons again. You did. It's, it's a drug. <laughs> it was. I drug. really want to go back and do the math because I'm thinking it's like two and sixteen. Probably of the Falcons this year. I was definitely uh, on the Saints in this one. I figured they would stomp them, and they did. But Taysom Hill got hurt. There, they didn't end up making the play. Yeah, yeah, the Falcons. It's just a disaster. End to the Falcons year, which is a blessing. They're going to have Matt Ryan back next year. That's not going to change. So mm-hmm. it really depends on what happens with Calvin Ridley. Um, you know, do they? And I think. Cordell Patterson's earned another contract. Like yeah. after what he's helped them do, without him, that team does nothing this year. They might be the worst team in football without Cordell Patterson. Yeah, I mean, relying on Gage, I but mean, they they did get some good. Uh, like AJ Terrell's really good. They got some good pieces. So again, Saints. I think now Saints, it's get a quarterback for next year. I think Sean Payton's going to do everything in his power to get a quarterback because I think he's not Jameis Winston coming off a knee injury. He's just going to yeah. make him slower. And I think Sean Payton needs. He's going to go work to, for a trade, I think. Yeah, I mean, you got someone like a Jalen Hurts who would almost fit perfectly in with that kind of thing. You know, relying on the run, scrambling quarterback, you never know. But uh, a lot of changes need to be made in New Orleans. Tom Brady uh, was able to put things together with the team that he had. Broken broken toy box, but he's able to put it. But, of course, he's facing the Carolina Panthers, uh, the hapless Carolina Panthers. Tampa Bay wins 41-17. Tampa Bay is getting things right for the playoffs, just trying to get everything solidified and keeping everyone healthy. Yeah, listen, Tom Brady went to work. He just, again, he took care of a terrible Carolina yeah. team that's given up. Got Gronk paid, not, paid off his... Exactly, so that Antonio... I, I don't know why any... He did that last year for yeah. everyone. Like, he would have got Antonio Brown his thing, his yeah. money. So it's just like, it's just unbelievable. And he wouldn't come out until he did it, which yeah. is great. Like, that's right, he's a great team. Yeah. Say what you want about Tom Brady. He's a great teammate, and he does good by his boys. He yeah. takes care of them like a good leader does. So um, You weren't, the, last week you weren't so hot on No, him. no, I'm, first of all, I'm not hot on um, on the, the psychopathic competitor that makes him do stupid things and behave like a child sometimes. But as a teammate... Well, what can you, what can you say about him? The guy's a champion. The guy's the best ever. He's a champ. He's I'm a not like one of those people who's like, he's not the best ever. I am well aware of Tom yeah. Brady's greatness. 
I just have a problem with the the baby don't shake hands stuff and that sort of yeah. telling coaches to go fuck themselves and not getting flagged and all the benefit of the doubt he gets. Yeah, the, di- the diva kind That's of That's my Well, problem. it's fine. You still you still like him. He takes care of his boys and it's good. And, you know, the Bucs uh, moving on. You know, this is it. You look in the playoffs, you look at uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers have the number one seed. They're a bit banged up, though. Tampa Bay's going to... I think they got lucky with Jalen Hurts. I think they're not going to have a real difficult time with them. Yeah. I think Hurts isn't going to be able to keep up. And they can still... We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in the next episode. Yeah. Let's move on to the next game. This game, you got to wonder uh, about these Rams, man. Uh, yeah. 49ers played off the top of their head, but the Rams... Where is the Matt Stafford that everyone thought we were going to get? Because I think a lot of people were expecting him to come out balling. He has not yeah. done any balling. I mean, look, since Robert Woods has gone from the team, they have lost a step. They have lost that dynamic offensive step. But the 49ers, <clears throat> Jimmy G is an adequate. As long as he plays adequate, you're fine. He's not stellar, but he played adequate. Hey, listen, he had a good little comeback at the end. It was more just, yeah, the Rams. Every time they, they were up, they had a big lead. They came out 17 nothing. Yeah. Felt like they were in control. But again, it's just Stafford, that lack of killer instinct to just put teams away when you have to. And and again, maybe this is who he is. Maybe we were always blaming Detroit and saying it's all Detroit's fault. He is, a, he is a, you know, let me fly my wings. Yeah. Let me spread my wings. You got him clipped. Yeah. And maybe this is who he is. He's, maybe he's just maybe Michigan he's, trash. He's also, he's also banged up. So again, he... Rams, I'm not again. They don't seem like a scary team going into the playoffs, so they're gonna have a tough time um, this week coming up. And but Niners just showed a lot of heart to get in yeah. there. They're that tough running, tough defense team that I don't think you want to play. And I think Dallas is like, oh god damn it, we're gonna play these guys. No, exactly. Much would have rather anyone play like um, New Orleans coming in. But um, it was a great win by Niners to come back. Shannon, well done. I know I was trashing Shannon earlier. Yeah. There. But to get to the playoffs with all that's happened is, is, is a good achievement. No, good for them. I'm not good. going genius. No, but good for them and good to Same move good. on. Uh, 49ers dangerous, so very dangerous uh, going through. You know, Debo Samuel, look at Debo. Uh, and Keel Harry was drafted ahead of him. I mean, look at the way Debo has been uh, playing. Debo's amazing. <clears throat> Absolutely amazing. And 49ers will be scary going forward. Uh, the the curse of Florida yep. was alive. It's uh, a real I thing. I said this in a chat. I was like, I think Miami will win because the curse of Florida... In January, it's, it's also... the Madden curse of... It's a Madden, but I also attribute it to... It's right Belgium. after the holidays. People are not sort of focused. Florida is where people go to party. So if you know you're going to go to Florida, it's like, oh, I'm playing in Florida. You go down, people party a bit. Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily... Because that would just be like... A coincidence that every time they go there, they party the night before. Then someone's like, "Guys, maybe we shouldn't party. We're zero and six. Yeah, when we get wasted the night before." But every no, all I think teams it's, do bad in Florida got, in January. It's got to be maybe for the cold to the hot and the humidity over there. That's right because it did it. And look what happened to Indianapolis just down the road. Both yeah. both those road teams struggled partying. Um, again, it was just their defense, the Patriots' defense, which has been their their defining thing. They're getting run on all mm-hmm. over the place. They're getting. Tua was able to move the ball again. It was And Brian Flores dominates Bill yeah. Belichick, which is why it's crazy you fired him. Like, yeah. You finally found a coach who can beat Belichick. Get yeah, rid get rid of him. him. Maybe, maybe the Patriots him. And he's doing it with Tua. Yeah. He swept him with Tua. Uh, unbelievable. So, um, Patriots, this is worrisome. Mac Jones, again, didn't look sharp through a bad pick six. Going into the playoffs... This is like, how confident is he yeah. going into the playoffs? How confident is Belichick? Are they going to be like, we got to go three passes again this week and just run it down their throat? Is that going to be the game plan? So if I'm a Patriots fan, I, like, I'm i worried because you have not looked good the last yeah. three, 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 what is this, three straight losses. Yeah. 
going into the playoffs, which is not... Oh, sorry, three out of four. Three out of four, yeah. Three out of four losses. Uh, not what you want going into the playoffs. Yeah, it's very difficult here because, as you say, the Patriots are sort of getting this, and Miami was really showing them up, having some fun in this one. And, you know, the Patriots are more linear. Unlike when we have Brady, you had so much depth and you could rely on different things. You know, if the Patriots get down, you can't expect Mac Jones to come back. And you, if you're 14 points down, he's not going to bring you back. That's been the death of them. Whenever they've gone down, they've found it really difficult to come and back. And he just starts chucking the ball up, and it's very difficult. Uh, another another loss and another inspired win. Uh, Russell Wilson, probably his last game for Seattle. Uh, gets the legs of Rashad Penny going. They win 38-30 to in this one. Arizona... Man, another loss uh, for the Cardinals here. Reeling. Reeling. Yeah. You sort of look, the running game struggling, not having Hopkins, relying on A.J. Green. Uh, you wonder, maybe, you know, they're saying that, that J.J. Watt could be back for the playoffs, which would be very good because they have not looked the same since he's been gone. It's going to be um, Arizona. Listen, that just, it's just the Hopkins loss is too big. He's so dominant. And the fact that A.J. Green and Kirk and Moore, they're fine, nice little pieces. They're kind of like, it reminds me of like the Pats receivers where yeah. there's no one that's really that go-to guy, that guy you can chuck it up, who can make the big play, the big catch. on the big Because they all feel like they're all number twos. Yeah. And that's kind of what it feels like. Russell Wilson just, won, again, he's looked really good the last couple of weeks. He's playing inspired. Will he be gone? Will he, I don't know. It's really yeah. tough to say because, you know, it's just like, you know, Rashad Penny's looking really good now. So it's like you finally got that running back who's looked actually dominant. He's been absolutely killing it the last couple of weeks. You still got Lockett. You need a good tight end. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can convince him to stay. I, again, you have not a lot of cap space. You have no draft picks. Um, so maybe you have to blow it up and just get, get rid of him. I, I, I don't think, know. I, I think I, Allen, uh, what's her name, Paul Allen's uh, widow who owns the team, uh, she's probably going to make some decisions. Very quiet. But apparently, you know, I think Pete Carroll will go. He's too old. Get rid of. He's getting old. Yeah, he could just retire. I could see him. Yeah, I don't think they're going to fire him, but he could retire. He could retire, <clears throat> and I think Russell's gone as well. But for the Cardinals, very difficult going into this postseason. Now you've got this deficit. People, you've shown the league how you can get beaten, uh, and you know you got beat by the Seahawks. Who you know, no one is really expecting much from the Seahawks. Rashad Penny, yeah, he's had a few good games, but he'll be injured again. Well, yeah, that is the worry. That is the worry. Uh, let's go on to the big game. The big game, if anyone stayed up for this one, I did not. But yeah. I was up very, I almost when it finished. Uh, I was up just in the finish. <clears throat> what a game. Uh, Ryan and I both said the Raiders were going to win, and they did. Uh, Raiders win, but let's give it up to Justin Herbert, who was balling. Yeah. Absolutely balling in this game. Fourth downs, just kept feeding Unbelievable. finding people. The yards, you look at this guy and you're like, God, any team would just kill for this kid because he's so young. Well, Miami so drafted better. Tua before him. Yeah, and so, look how that worked out. Thank so. God for that. Um, it was, yeah, what a game. And the drama of it, like, first of all, there's the Brandon Staley thing of, oh, my God, what are you doing calling yeah. a timeout? Because there's the risk. If you line up and kick a field goal, there's a risk it gets blocked. Yep. There's a risk you're short and the guy returns it 100 yeah. yards and you, you're out of the playoffs. There was no incentive to line up that field goal. Yeah. You could argue, if you were Pittsburgh, you could say conspiracy. But if you think about it, why would you fumbled snap? Yeah. A million, <clears throat> anything right. can go wrong. Anything could go wrong. Like four things could go wrong, but they could lose you the game. Yeah. And it wouldn't be worth it. Him doing that was just unbelievable. And and he's going to look back on, and because there's that video of Eckler being yeah. told, like, dude, yeah. we're going to remember yeah, that. Exactly. he's just like, oh. You just see him being like, are you kidding me? Yeah. What? Um, and with all the drama, that talking about how it was going to come to this, it, unbelievable. Two seconds left. And I think when they took that timeout, 
They were just like, fuck you. Yeah. We're going to go and kick that field goal. I, we're going to kick that field goal. It was goal. almost like a gentleman's handshake. Sort of, you could tell the vibe. And then they're and, like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's like, what we were both going to qualify. We were both getting in. And mm-hmm. and you just were a you dick. a bonehead. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's just like when you ask two kids to share and one of them just like gobbles up both. You're like, well, then look what you get, fatty. You get nothing. It's so like when Joe Pesci walked up to De Niro in casinos. Yeah. Who the fuck? Yeah. yeah. He said, you don't. I, I made you. Yeah. I'm the decision. I, it was and unbelievable. Somebody ends up in the desert. And it was just such a good game. Yeah, Herbert. It's going to be a real shame that because if Herbert won, it would have been Josh Allen Herbert. Oh, yeah. The class, which would have been so great to watch. I, I'm a little, I'd be much more scared of that. Yeah. Um, but it's a disappointment. And then you had, but say going for it on fourth and eight, fourth and one on your own eighteen. Yeah. And it's and just like <clears throat> these <throat> analytics guys have got to <clears throat> stop it with the go for it on fourth on everything. Yeah, especially it's, on your own eighteen. On your own eighteen <clears throat> early in the game is <clears throat> nonsense. It's and a bad to- call, no matter how much the math says you go for it. It's yeah. a bad call. I don't care. And it came and it's it's burnt him a lot this yeah. year. And it's probably the reason they're not in the playoffs because he's done this multiple times. He, he was a genius a couple times, but the last four or five times he's done it, it has backfired on him. Yeah, I mean, if you're in a, <clears throat> there is something to support the mass of going for it on fourth down, but in certain situations, especially on your own 18, what are you doing, man? Especially in the playoffs. Uh, so that sucked for them. But now we know our playoffs and we'll get into our wildcard playoffs this week. Obviously, the game's, uh, you know, very difficult to watch in London in the UK. Sports Bar and Grill will be open until 1 a.m. on Saturday, so you can catch the Raiders and Bengals. Won't be open for the Patriots and Bills, which kicks off at 1.15 on Sunday. You've got Eagles and Bucks at 6 o'clock, 49ers and Cowboys at 9.30, and then the Chiefs and Steelers at 1.15 a.m., uh, technically Monday morning. The late game on Monday night, if you're going to stay up, Cardinals and Rams at 1.15. Takes us through the wild cards, folks. Uh, go to our website, go to social media. We'll tell you exactly where the games are playing. And, of course, we'll have some Super Bowl bookings come up for you as well. Thanks a lot for listening. Our next podcast, uh, Wade and Ryan, we will do our predictions for the wild card games. Thanks for listening.